One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which is titled, My 27 female girlfriend, 24 female, lied to me about a specific ex when we first started dating. I asked her not to speak to the ex anymore, and her family and friends think I'm being controlling, whereas my family and friends think she's shitty and I should leave. Can't tell who is right or wrong. We met over Tinder in 2015. Sometimes when I was visiting nearby where she lives, about four hours from me, we became long distance virtual pen pals pretty much for a couple of years, texting on and off for periods and Skyping. In that time, feelings developed and we started dating in January of last year. So we've been friends for over three years and dating almost a year and a half. The day we started dating, she confessed to me that she had hung out with an ex who I knew about, but didn't tell me purposely because she didn't want to upset me. I was upset she purposely hid something, but was happy she told me and told her I didn't care about that. Just don't lie about it. Shortly after we were laying in my bed and her phone was going off a lot, so she grabbed it and it was a bunch of messages from the ex. She put her phone down quickly, then told me some other friend was blowing her up, and to give her a sec while she answers. I sat up so I couldn't see. I knew it was the ex and was like, what the fuck? But then gave her the benefit of the doubt that it was still fairly new and she probably still thought I was going to be jealous even though I didn't care. A couple of months later, I had plans near her with a friend and asked her to join one of those nights. She agreed and then the day of, she didn't talk to me all day until around 9pm told me she was still with her friend she was with the night before and will probably just stay there another night because it got late. I was mad but she said her phone died and she didn't want to take the train all the way to where I was. I was upset because we live kind of far and so seeing each other was rare and I didn't understand why she'd so casually ditch. Whatever, didn't like it, moved on with my night with my friend. Shortly after the big lie came out, unrelated to the ex. When we first met all those years ago on Tinder, when I was visiting and she came to meet me, she wasn't comfortable yet being openly bisexual, so she told her friend she was meeting some dude named Michael. She didn't realize how the nature of our friendship was going to play out, but as time passed, she kept referring to me as Michael even long after she was open and comfortable about her sexuality. She said the lie had gone on so long she was afraid to admit it to her friends. When we started dating, she told him she was dating Michael, who lived four hours away. Obviously, this upset me, but I understood that sexuality was weird. I told her I understood why she did it, but I don't feel happy about it. She said she would begin telling people, and a few days later, she told her dad. Then months passed, she didn't tell anyone. I started to worry something was going on. The lying about who I was, combined with the lying about her ex, made me think she was secretly seeing someone and wanted to keep me distant. I expressed this to her and she said she would get the ball rolling, so she started to tell her friends and family. Things started to normalize. It was about eight or nine months into our relationship and we started getting a lot closer. Started being more open with each other. It became a really great relationship. Then this past February, I was visiting her. 
She had the previous year's calendar up and I saw the ex's name was written on it from February last year. I rolled my eyes and thought, okay, she clearly lied about that and didn't tell me. How many times has this happened? I started flicking through the calendar and stumbled upon a weekend in April with the ex's name written across two nights. I got sick. She didn't tell me she stayed with her alone for multiple nights. I just kind of stared wondering if I should confront her about it and then it dawned on me. That's the weekend she ditched me. That's the weekend she said she's with these specific friends when she really was with her for two nights and ditched me to stay. I just kind of closed the calendar and stopped looking at it and just stared at the wall. I felt overwhelmed and upset and hurt. She came in and saw me and asked what was going on, then pointed to the original day I saw and said, is it that? That upset you? And I grabbed the calendar and opened it up to the two nights and said, no, this upset me. And she stared and I said, this was the weekend you ditched me. And she sat down and said, I don't know what to say. I got up and went into the bathroom. She had to leave shortly after to pick her car up that had broken down with her dad. I stayed and packed my stuff because all the lies were just too much. I called my best friend who told me if I was going to break up with her, I'd regret not doing it to her face. So I waited till she got back. I got stuck with her and her family all day as she was moving into a new apartment and we had no time to talk. By the time the end of the day came, I was emotionally drained. We sat and talked about it all. She said she had lingering feelings almost five months into our relationship for her and sought her attention in the beginning of our relationship and felt guilty and felt the need to lie about it, even though they were just friends. I told her I couldn't be with her as long as the ex was still in her life. She lied too many times about it and other things and that specific lie and having feelings crossed my boundary. She said the ex wasn't worth it and she had not had contact with her. This was four months ago. Cut to this past weekend, I'm visiting her at her apartment. Our relationship again has been more than great. We were still having a good time and she goes to text her dad. So she scrolled in her phone and I see the name of her ex. So I said, have you talked to her? And she said, I was meaning to tell you. She texts me congratulating my sister on getting married and I said thanks and stuff. I got really upset and said, I told you if you talked to her, I couldn't be with you. I set that boundary. So I left. I told her she was selfish and lies too much and that I'd never do that to her and could do better. All the sort of stuff someone says when they are mad. I said it. Eventually, after realizing there was no bus for me to go home, I agreed to come back and talk it out. We cried. She said she didn't mean to hurt me so many times. She's sorry. I said I was too sensitive and she needed to be more considerate of my feelings when she does things. The next day I woke up and I still didn't feel good and we agreed to talk more. As we were talking, it came out that actually the ex didn't text her. She texted the ex. So again, she misled me to make things seem not so bad. I told her that what she was doing was shitty and she said she didn't see it as a big deal. I told her that I had talked to my friends the day before when I left and they were all shocked and angry and agreed she just keeps breaching my trust. She said her friends and family think I'm being controlling by telling her who she can or can't talk to. I explained it was situational. I didn't care about anyone else in her life but that she misled and lied to me multiple times about this one ex and I was no longer comfortable being in a relationship under those conditions and she agreed the ex wasn't worth it and to have no contact. We've been going back and forth on this for days. She told me she thought it was stupid I'd ask her not to be friends with her and then admitted that though she went a period of not talking to her and respected my wishes, she then started talking to her again. Again, hiding shit. 
She said she did it because I'm being controlling. and She feels caged in and that is stupid. I'm uncomfortable when it happened so long ago, even though I just found out about it all four months ago. I keep telling her I don't care who she talks to, but she completely fucked this one situation up and I am not doing it. I'm not staying if she's going to be in contact with her. She said she didn't have as strict of an idea of monogamy and that if I'd done what she did, she wouldn't be upset and would have just told me to work my shit out. I'm really, really distraught. On one hand, this is literally one of the best relationships I've ever been in. We get along great. We enjoy being around each other. We love each other a lot. On the other, she consistently thinks it's okay to lie to me and to people and thinks I'm being controlling the one time I ask her to respect the boundary. I didn't say anything for multiple times she lied to me. I even set aside my feelings about being offended she'd lied about my identity. And she can't just put herself in my position like I have for her so many times. So what is it? Is she wrong? Am I wrong? Are we both wrong? I'm not looking for you should break up. I'm fully aware this is dysfunctional. But I want to know who is in the wrong because if there's some semblance we can come to a reconciliation, I'd prefer that. I know you basically said in this one and quoting, it's one of the best relationships that you've ever been in. I gotta ask yourself, is it really worth it? I know you don't wanna hear break up, but holy shit, I think I'd have been out of that one a long time ago. And to a point, it's just, it's not just about the ex in this, it's the constant lying all the way through it. This person has no worries about lying to you at all. And so is there any other aspects of your life that you're being lied to about, etc. And like I just said, is it worth it? And another question I always ask in these situations, in the title, you said her family and friends think that you're being controlling. And I always got to ask myself after, do the family and friends really know the truth about this situation? But in the comments, M Leak says she's wrong to be dishonest, to lie over and over again, and to basically defend her perceived right to lie to you. You're wrong because you keep imagining it's a sane response to this behavior and express beliefs besides you should break up. When someone lies repeatedly and also continues to defend their right to lie to you and constantly refuses to acknowledge the emotional impact on you of these lies, you should break up. She has communicated clearly that she will not honor boundaries, will not be honest about her disagreement with your boundaries, has told you she doesn't have the same outlook as you do on monogamy. To pretend there is a compromise or reconciliation available here is, is to refuse to hear and believe her plainly said words. Fortunately, you can easily become right in the situation by ending the relationship. That is far, far more likely than her suddenly deciding to be honest despite her ongoing insistence she doesn't owe that to you. A user says the ex isn't the issue. The real issue is your chronic liar of a disloyal girlfriend. You can do better. Time to move on. She's a crappy partner. Scorpy Scorpy says you're both in the wrong. She's in the wrong because she lied to you multiple times. She just gets apologetic whenever you catch her. So she's sorry that she gets caught, but not sorry on why she does it. You're in the wrong because you keep letting this type of shit happen to you. Once is alright, twice is damn you're an idiot, but okay, you care about her is understandable. But the third time is just fucking ridiculous. Where is your self-respect? Because clearly, she doesn't respect you either. And one more comment on this post which says, While it's fair you set a boundary, it does sound a little bit controlling when you get all up in arms over a little bit of cordiality. She told you her reasons and honestly from what you said, she hasn't lied another time since you found out. She could be genuinely changing for the better and with a little bit of effort on both parts, you could still work. The fact that she wants to have this friend could really just be that, liking the friendship. That said, it was a boundary you set and 
You can't keep pushing the goalpost downwards so it's easier to reach. She was definitely in the wrong there. It is obvious that by posting this you want to keep going. Your repeated mentions of how good the relationship is at points shows this. Therefore, this is what I recommend. My advice is that you want the relationship to keep going. You're both going to have to sit down and draft up a little bit of a relationship contract. These are boundaries you both will agree if the relationship means anything to either parties. Adhere to them so that this time, no matter what, no one can call either of you shitty or controlling or anything. If you want the friendship to be off the table, then put it into the contract, but expect her to put something that will make you a little bit offended too. Remember that these are deal breakers though. Heck, even put the casual cheating and everything on there might as well. And if you can't agree to it together, then you already have your answer. This person is going to cooperate with you so that you can both have a good relationship, but both parties are happy, time to cut loose. It doesn't need to be written contract or anything, by the way. It could be just a spoken promise between you both. Then Opie does update the post and says this is probably not going to be the update anyone wants to hear, based on the responses from the OP. I spent all the last week in a daze and really angry but sad. I got into multiple arguments about it over and over. She feels bad about lying but still thinks it's controlling for me to ask her to not be friends with someone. I knew it was being emboldened by people in her life who probably don't have the full story. Kind of in the same way I was being emboldened by people in my life. My friends and I all have had bad experiences in the past with being cheated on in really horrible ways. The second any of our partners do something fishy, we all get up in arms. I called my oldest sister for some neutral grounding. She's a therapist and knows me slash has met girlfriend and I wanted to tell her how bad of a week I had. She kind of gave me a reality check. She said based on everything she thinks the girlfriend is telling the truth and while she shouldn't have lied, it was long enough ago that she probably has changed like the girlfriend is claiming. She said that because girlfriend has never had a serious relationship, she probably didn't think hiding something that would upset someone as anything out of the ordinary, but now she does. She said what my girlfriend said, girlfriend said I'm reacting like she's cheated when she hasn't, and that I'm reacting poorly to it because of the things that happened in the past. I'm associating her hiding the friendship from me to a relationship I was in before for five years and was cheated on, and found out she was sexting and hiding things from me for the whole relationship. She said we both needed to change some of our behaviors and that she likes girlfriend and thinks our relationship is good. But if I keep trying to control situations like this and being unforgiving, then I'm going to screw up what has been a good relationship. So I spoke to girlfriend after some self-reflection. At first, it didn't go so well because she assumed I was just about to start another fight like I had been all week. But once we got past that, we got into the deeper issues. I said she needed to stop lying to avoid situations she perceives as uncomfortable. I admitted I was treating her like she cheated and my reaction was poor. I said I was sorry for up and leaving both times. I got upset and instead of staying and trying to work things out, she apologized over and over for lying, which she had already done a lot since the fight. I told her that we both created a divide in self-preservation. I got mad and wanted out and demonized her and she lied to keep me separate from dumb things she did at the start of our relationship. In the end, I didn't want to be controlling. That's not who I am as a person. The compromise we agreed to was that friendship needs to be put on hold for now. Until I can trust her after the lying, I can't make myself vulnerable like that. And I'm going to trust her if she can prove she isn't going to lie to me in every difficult situation. And that's where we are at. I feel better now that we've reached a resolution. I know I might be told I'm an idiot, but I said in my last post too. 
I genuinely don't think she cheated. I'm willing to work on this to save the relationship because she's my best friend and I don't want to lose her right now. Not when I think things can get a lot better. And now I'm working on not dragging around my paranoia and she's ideally going to work on not hiding things from me. Won't be things boiling under the surface waiting to spill over. Maybe it's stupid, maybe it's not. I guess I won't know until the relationship ends, either from a breakup or death. Ha! Ooh, bit of a morbid end in there. Holy moly. And the comments below this one were pretty much that they think OP is making a huge mistake. But what's your opinions on this story? Do you think anything good can come out of this relationship? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have another story. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And our next story is titled, Me 32 Male with Roommate 31 Male. How do I ask him to be my boyfriend when we pretty much are already a couple? I'd be the first to admit, I have a huge commitment issues. My parents threw me out for being gay and then shortly after I entered into an abusive relationship with a much older man. After that broke up because he found someone younger, I was in a relationship with a guy who was in the closet and basically was his dirty secret until he got engaged to a woman without telling me and then wanted me to stick around. I didn't. After that, I became pretty anti-relationship. I'm pretty well known for being anti-relationship too, especially in my circle of friends. About 18 months ago, I met Alan at a supermarket. We made eye contact, flirted a lot, and I invited him back to my place for a drink. When he invited me back to his place, when he saw that I was just grabbing a frozen meal, whereas he was going to cook. So, of course, I accepted. We started a friend with benefits thing after that, but then slowly started hanging out outside the bedroom. Then, Alan's lease was up and I was wanting a housemate, so I asked him if he was interested. He couldn't afford it, but I told him, he could pay what he was currently paying and he could cook and kept the house clean. He agreed because he was essentially paying for a single bedroom apartment and living in a house and he loves cooking and cleaning anyway. His personality reminds me a lot of Monica from Friends, only he works in a library. Before I knew it, I was getting packed lunches every day and he's made a vegetable patch in the backyard. About two months after he moved in, he brought up being mutually exclusive friend with benefits after an STI scare. I agreed because I actually hadn't slept with anyone except Alan for ages and neither had he. But after we got tested again, we stopped using condoms. Then after a few months after that, Alan wanted to join the gym so I added him to my membership as my partner. We turn up to events with each other, we hang out a lot, he sleeps in my room more often than his room because we have sex there the most. And last week we were at a party when someone asked what our relationship was. 
Alan laughed, looked at me straight in the eye and said that we were mutually exclusive housemates with benefits with income proportional expense sharing. Now that just sounds ridiculous. I know I have a boyfriend. I have been sort of denying it all this time, but that's what Alan is. The situation is both really screwed up, but I've also never been happier. It's so easy to talk to, to hang out with, and when he's not at home, I feel bored. Like I don't know what I did with myself before I met him. But somehow, I both want him to be my boyfriend, but a part of me is scared of getting it in a relationship, even though I am in one. I just feel like saying the words will change everything. It's a commitment, and I really want it, but there's that irrational part of me that is scared. Also, I'm scared that Alan doesn't think we're in a relationship, even though we are, right? Alan has never had a boyfriend as long as I've known him, and he has his own set of issues too. His parents basically tried to pray away the gay, and he left of his own volition. He used to bring up every subtlety about getting more serious, but I would just evade and he stopped pushing. It's so weird. Like I can talk to him about everything and anything. We have these amazing conversations, but lately this whole boyfriend thing is like the elephant in the room. How do I get over this fear of commitment? And also, what does it say that it put up with this crap from me? And I think OP knows in the end that a conversation just has to happen. I'll pretty much just bring up what he said the other day about the mutually exclusive, all that sort of stuff. And then say, do you really think that? Or do you think we're more than that now? And just see what he says. He, he's probably picking up on the apprehension from yourself and doesn't want to push you in any way. That's the kind of what I was getting from it. It might not be the case, but it just kind of felt like to me as I was reading it. But anyway, Opie does update the post and says, so I read all the responses. Didn't respond to all of them. Sorry, but I did jump into action. Thank you for all the kind thoughts and responses. A lot of people were saying to cook him a meal and then ask him. So that's what I did. It was a bit of a disaster. I screwed up the chicken dish I wanted to make. Ended up making a mac and cheese with this expensive gluten-free saffron pasta because Alan is king of the kitchen and even our olive oil is fancy. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. He was sympathetic, but I could tell he was amused when I told him I screwed up the dish and was happy with the mac and cheese. Anyway, I was already a bit agitated from screwing up dinner, but when we sat down, I was thinking about a commenter's comment about how Alan was my lobster. Only I was so nervous, I said, Alan, you're a lobster. <laughs> Instead of saying that he was my lobster, and that just confused him and asked me if I wanted him to make lobster. That just made me embarrassed, so I told him not to worry about it and went to pour him some wine and ended up knocking his glass into the mac and cheese and ruining it. So we ended up getting a takeaway and watching Netflix and was still a bit on edge because I'd screwed up the evening. We were cuddling so he could tell I was a bit tense and not focused, I guess. Anyway, he asked me what was the matter and I just blurted out, Are you my boyfriend? He looked uncertain and said, Yes, if you want me to be. And I just emphatically said I wanted him to be and he looked very relieved and happy. I apologized for evading the topic and Alan said it was okay because I was the best boyfriend he'd ever had, with or without labels. And that got us to the fun portion of the night. Anyway, a bit later I guessed something twigged because he asked me if that was what dinner was about and said yes and he pinched my cheeks and called me adorable. Then he asked me what the lobster thing was. He thought I'd tried to make him lobster, but I explained the friend's quote, and he said it was a good thing I was pretty. Anyway, I asked him if we needed to make an announcement or anything, but we agreed that we wouldn't say anything unless people brought it up, or we'd need to introduce each other. Alan also said he liked the term partner better than boyfriend, and I agreed. 
It does sound more serious, but I guess that's what it is. Now, I didn't understand the lobster thing either. I'll probably get hate for this, but I don't really watch Friends. <laughs> the scene that OP painted with everything going wrong did make me chuckle. I'm sorry to laugh at your expense, OP. I found the whole story pretty cute and adorable, and I'm glad everything did work out in the end. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Have you ever found yourself lost for words and just can't spit out what you want to say to your partner? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.